Well, hello there. It's Jake. Oh, my God. I was grooving to that jam. <laughs> I knew, right? This is Kara, by the way. Yes. <laughs> and we are back for a bonus episode. The bonus Jonas. And we are doing Ballast Point. Yeah. yeah. Actually, this is a version of one of my favorite San Diego beers. The Piper Down. Scottish ale. It's kind of sexual. What? Pipe er down. Oh, Piper Down's like shut the fuck up. Uh, or pipe her See down. See where your head's at though. Huh. His wife leaves and he has nothing to do. Um It's a bonus Jonas episode. <laughs> trade oh, okay. So this little logo right yeah, here what is mean? uh trade street. Collection. Oh, look at that. Whatever that means. But this is a 2018 model. We have it in front of us. Yeah. And it is Scottish ale aged in rye whiskey barrels. The magic word. Rye. Barrel. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say rye. Uh, also rye. You know I love good rye. All right. They're barrel aging specifications and cellaring and serving recommendations. Barrel aged for 10 months. Uh, alcohol by volume is 7.8%. IBUs 22, so very hefty on the malt side. It's very malt balanced. Uh, best stored at 50, best served at 55. Hmm. Proper glassware cold is storage. in a Belgian tulip. Or a wee heavy glass. Trade Street is a brewery. Is it? I just looked it up. In San Diego? Uh, no. Oh. Maybe? Hold on. Sorry, I'm still reading this. I guess I probably shouldn't have interrupted you. No, you're good. For that information. So it looks like... And this is a 750, so... Oh. So it's a structure that they call their Trade Street Facility. It was, like, acquired, I think, it, se- it seems like they acquired it when Constellation acquired them. But now they didn't, they're not owned by Constellation anymore, right? No, they're owned by, like, uh, ooh, I should know this. Something in Knights or... Yeah. So they, this is where they do all their barrel-aged, it seems, at their Trade Street facility. Which is cool. Mm-hmm. And then they call, they have a third of it that they use for their dirty beer. Kings and convicts. Yeah. Guess what dirty beer means? I don't know. Uh, sours and bacteria-laden, bacteria-laden wild ales. So it's all in the same facility? Mm-hmm. That seems... If not mm-hmm. sectioned off, it would stand a significant chance of infecting the clean beer, which we already know. Huh. So it's... um. That area itself has 40, its own 40-barrel brew house and 30 fermenters. So 40. It can produce 20,000 barrels of beer, just that section. How, how many barrels again? Or how many barrel batches? You said 40? Uh-huh. With. For just that third. Yeah, and then the other, so the other stat that you just Sorry. said? I should have probably read the beginning. So if you... 
Let's see, two other headquarters. 20 order. fermenters? Uh-huh. That's quite a decent amount. So this is a 60,000 square foot structure, the Trade Street facility. It's been divided into three equal size sections. Okay. So 20,000 square feet each. Okay. Um, so that third is pretty big. Yeah, it's pretty big. Uh, one third of it's simply storage. The middle is the barrel aged. And then the other is the dirty beer. Oh, so they're still separated. Yeah. Like you would never want to Hell put no. dirty beer next to clean beer. Can you imagine Brett in a cellar? Yeah. Crazy. Even if it was, it's still connected though. I mean, can you? But you can totally keep that separate. They're like showing pictures so. on this thing that I'm reading on the West Coaster, and it is like, yeah, it's a big facility. Massive. Where, where is it? Uh, Miramar. Oh, okay. But it's Miramar on Trade is Street. Space to be. As Aaron said, it's right next to the facility. Kings and Convicts owns Bell's Point now. <laughs> so, you know their sour, sour wench? Yeah. <laughs> this thing says it's very similar to the first batch ever homebrewed in 1998. Um, and then it went by the name Marion Berry's Better Than a Crack Whore. <laughs> Jesus. I see why they changed the name. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, oh, when you go was... commercial, you kind of have to change. Oh, that things. was just unexpected. I really just went down that rabbit hole. Jeez. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that was good. Oh, my God, this is so good. This color, first of all. Can we just talk about this color? It's like this... Gorgeous red brown beauty. This apartment smells of rich mahogany. I just love swirling this thing. I know. Look at that. It's like it reminds me. Look, it reminds you of like the beach when like the wave comes up. Yeah, English beer. Yeah, a lot of English beers get this way, and I love it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um. So, on their website, they let us know that they aged the Piper down in charred American oak, high west rye whiskey barrels. What that does is it blends the soft vanilla and then the wood tannins into the deep caramel and roasted barley notes of their award-winning Scottish ale. Um, they finish it with a touch of warm rye spice and bready malt. It's a classic Scottish ale style with complex barrel characteristics. Yes. Uh, they say, they tell you to imagine a fresh batch of crackling spiced caramel toffee, and you'll get a taste of this delicious barrel aged treat. Totally to go, toffee. We need to go buy another. This is so good. This thing is amazing. Where do we get this? Bevmo? Bevmo. I just bought this because I wanted it. On top of that, it's 2018. Remember? So it's I was been, just like, I want that. I don't even care what been, we do with it. I just want it. It's been uh, I just been love aging. I love it's Piper Down. It's aged for two years already. Yeah. And I can it's see kind it of soft. being like another probably. year or two. That's really good. It was aged 10 months, BT Dubs. In barrels. Yeah. 
and there were high barrels. 7.8%, which I like for a barrel age because I feel like lately all the barrel age we've had is just like, blah. It's like heavy. Boozy. Like I only want like one or I'm going to be like trashed. Well, as, as well, this beer is kind of simmered down a little bit on its booziness because it's been in True, the bottle, in bottle for two years. Well, not quite two years because of the... the 2018. Wait, is beer aged off of bottling time? Is that when they yeah. put the vintage on? The yeah, bottle time? Yeah, it was bottled. Oh. I'm pretty sure. I mean, that's not how vintage works for 2017 wine. is then... Well, then you're... Yeah, because you're going off of when the grapes were produced. True. Yeah, so what do they Whereas, go off of for beer? When it's bottled? Yeah, when it's bottled. Oh, I see. Because okay. you have to put it on... So most, it's been in bottle for two years. Most, most places put when they bottled it on their... Got it. On their thing... I guess they'll I probably it, should have known that. Huh? They'll put it in a, uh, a spot, and then certain places have certain types of, like, bottled on this date. This is so good. Um, some companies do it on their caps. Some do it on the actual bottom, or on the bottle. Some do it on, the like, the bottom. But uh, I'm trying to find when this one says... A lot of other companies do fresh buy or like enjoy buy, like Stone does. They say enjoy buy this date because uh-huh. that's how long it's fresh for. Okay, here we go. Wait, oh. why does this say I have the wrong thing? So, our Barrel Age series trade street collection. After years of exploring a variety of oak barrels and oak beer styles, we've decided to bottle a few of our favorites. Named as a homage to the style of our barrel aging seller, trades. Street Collection celebrates the deep and distinctive flavors that emerge from oak casks. Oak imparts notes of caramel, vanilla, smoke, and spice, while natural evaporation intensifies every flavor. Our Trade Street Collection bottles are suited for or to enjoy today, store away, or trade with fellow beer aficionados. This one's bomb. Yes. This is a good time to be drinking it. I think every day is a good time to be drinking it. Yeah, it's I would good. like to keep drinking this just like every day. <laughs> a lot of the untapped reviews in this are not in English. They're in like Dutch or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Sure, it's not like... <laughs> Unless I stumbled Scottish into some something? weird... No, look at His name uh-huh. is Henrik, or Henrik with a K. Henrik. Let's see. Let's Henrik. see where this is. Hotel, Jelmar. Where they are. See, this is like. Where is this? Okay. Well, you can. Now I need to know. Oh come on! No, no, no! Zoom out! Zoom out! Zoom out! Zoom out! Keep zooming! Keep zooming! Keep zooming! Adolfsburg. No, is this Germany. In, no, yeah, probably. Keep zooming. Keep zooming. Stockholm. Where's Stockholm? Uh, yeah, yeah, Sweden. Ah, second digits. Aaron said Stockholm. No, he said Sweden. Same shit. He was in the airport one time, and he thinks he's an expert. I was there for a week. What did I say? What language did I say it was? I wasn't far off. You said Danish. Oh. No, or did you say Dutch? I think I said Dutch. You said freaky deaky Dutch. Look at all of this. This is crazy. 
Wait, that's something else. I'm so confused now. I, I Oh, this is that guy's page, that's why. Well, on top of that, they... they I'm like, this is all in Swedish. They have different years for, <laughs> that guy's page. for this. So they ha- they've brewed this, I think, a couple of different years. This is the 2018 edition. Oh. Well, all of these bottles I'm seeing in the photos are 2018. Mm. Not all of these are giving me translations. <laughs> One of them just says, hmm. hmm. And oddly enough... Uh, his name is Jonas. <laughs> I said the bonus Jonas. Uh, I was talking about Frankie, though. So the, the untapped that I saw that was pretty funny, it's a comic strip. It says, yeah. I'm afraid it's worse than tendinitis, Mr. Tufnell. It's 11 denitis. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. Someone commented. On here, on October 10th, the review of this beer, which they gave four stars, or four bottle caps, or whatever. OU sucks, but unfortunately, so does Texas. <laughs> Relevant, I guess. I guess they were watching the game. I mean, they had to have been, that would have been. Oklahoma versus Texas, I'm going to guess. <laughs> Astute observation. <laughs> From me. This is super relevant to this beer. Yeah, see, where are they? Where are these people drinking this? Let me see. Well, Kings and... Where is Kings This is in K- Sweden. Convict uh, based out of... This is in that same place. I think. Oh, this is, like, right on the border of... Sweden and Norway. Hmm. Wow. Okay, so Kings and Convicts is out of Illinois. Yeah. What, you thought I was out of Sweden? No. I thought they just had, like, a distribution arm. Okay, I still wasn't far off, though, when I said Dutch, because it's, like, right there. Now that I'm looking. Northern Europe is what I consider all that crap. Well, look, it's, like, two countries away. Like, there's Sweden, yeah. and then there's Denmark, and then there's another one. Yeah. With part of Germany in between. I've already decided when everything opens up, that is the European trip that I will take. Did you have to go to Italy? Northern Europe. You have to go to Italy? No, I'm going to Iceland. I want to go to Norway. I'm going to Reykjavik, to Norway or Sweden, and then down. And well, then... I want to go to Scotland. Mandy wants to go to Amsterdam. Again. Hasn't she been there? She's been there, but she loved it so much. I wanted to go on our honeymoon to Norway. And then Aaron wanted to go to the Caribbean, so we went to Napa. Aaron said no to the fish words. Oh, what a dick. Yeah, what a dick. I could have been on a fish Well, to be honest, though, you guys weren't really married in that time period where... The Fijords were in their prime. Also, Fijord is one of our favorite words. And yeah. yes, we know we're saying it wrong. No, it's Fijord. Fijord. I'm having seconds of this beer already because uh, yeah. it's fucking bomb. I want some. Do you want some? You want some? I want some. Mm. 
Oh yeah. Oh, that'd be a good one, the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no, Mr. Kool-Aid man. You fix that roof before my dad gets home. <laughs> Remember when we were in um, Ohio and I had that barrel-aged wee heavy? They kind of remind this kind of reminds bell. me of this a little bit. That one was a lot more boozy, like mm-hmm. very sharp. This one's a little. That was when similar. we were at uh, their house, Ben and Amanda's house. No, 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 no. This was at uh, the restaurant. This was at the Winking Lizard. I forgot that that place was called that. Yeah, the Winking Lizard. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah, I had. What did I have there? You had uh, a red, probably. Smith. No, it wasn't no, Smith. Smith. What's the other place? It was. Uh, it, I had O'Sullivan? a local red, I think. No, I no, thought. no. It was like O'Sullivan's or something. It was. Uh, it was something Irish and red. It was an Irish. For and show, for show. I don't remember what Aaron got. Aaron got something weird. <laughs> Aaron's in a West Coast IPA. <laughs> In Ohio? <laughs> no, I think he got a hazy. That sounds more like him. I think he got something from Three Floyds. Which is like one of the most prominent breweries in the Midwest. So, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this, <clears throat> this reminds me of that just because it's just, it's just a little bit softer. And obviously the rye comes a little bit more through on this one. That one was bourbon barrel aged. Yeah. And I feel like I tasted bourbon more than I do rye. Guess my rating on this. Uh, seven <laughs> out of five. Pretty close. Five out of five. Five out of five. This is like my shit. Yeah, like I've said in previous podcasts, though, like. English, Scottish, and Irish beer is my, like, new thing that I love. You copy me. More than hazies, more than anything else, more than stouts, even. What the fuck? <laughs> more, than, more than anything else. I, <clears throat> I support this decision. I had the uh, nitro can of, what was it, um... Speckled, old speckled head. Yeah. Oh, that was Shit so was good. Off. Yeah, that was so good. Guess what? What? I'm now a brewery pioneer. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the badges on there. They're so dumb. <sighs> this is delicious. Well, if you can, you should go and get yourself a bottle of one of these, or at least Do it. wait until uh, <laughs> they come out. I'm going to guess they come out right around fallish in order to prepare for the winter season. It's perfect. Cozy up by the fire. Yeah, co- it's it's this, like a winter warmer. Chill out. Oh, so bomb. This is like... Or it reminds me, I got, I got, my, I got my test results back. For the, the yes, c- tell everybody. certified Cicerone. Got 84% on the written portion. Have two more portions left when COVID goes away. Wow. 
Yeah. Um, <sighs> two. Yeah. Two more. Two more left. The demonstration and the tasting. Usually, the tasting is probably the hardest one. And the most fun one to study for, though. Yeah. Yeah. From my experience. <laughs> yeah, but you have to have a willing partner who will uh, do blinds for you. I'll do it for you. Yeah. When you're here. Yeah, when I'm here. <laughs> well, they, they've also not put a limit on when you have to take the test. Dude, blind tasting so fun. Yeah. I love blind tasting. Which is weird because I used to hate it. Like, I used to get so much anxiety about it. Like, if I got it wrong, I was going to get, like, judged. But, like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's so hard that it's just so fun when you get it right. Like, it's just like, holy shit, I did So there's a beer uh, show or, like, a little thing about the Master of Cicerone's test on oh, Amazon. Nice. I think it's That's the cool. joy of beer or something like that. I used to love watching on YouTube and now also on Psalm TV. I like watching people blind taste. Yeah. It's like, I was like, I have this weird fascination with it. They probably have it with beer too. Probably. They're really fun. And then it helps you learn indicators without having to taste those wine. Yeah. Or beers. And so this guy, he's the only person in this whole class who passes the, oh, wow. uh, the master Psalms test. He, he's like, yeah, I got Cicerone. two. Yeah, sorry. Master's, master Cicerone test. Uh-huh. He only got two out of like 10 on his. 10? Oh, for Two master. out of 10. No, no, on it. It was a practice test. Oh, Blind okay. practice test his wife gave him. How many of a, how many in a flight? You have like 10 beers. What? Yeah. That's a lot. There's this, there's six. around 10. The master is six for us. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's three like whites 10. and three reds. Yeah, but there's like hundreds of things it could be. Yeah, the same. Yeah. They can have anything on there. So you got two out of ten right, but then he's the only one who passes at the That's end. Wild. Whereas, and then they do another one where it's this guy. He's from North Carolina, and uh, his coworker gives him a full flight, right? Like ten uh-huh. beers. They're all Belgian inspired. He gets them all right. He doesn't pass. I'm t- it just depends on what's in front of you. On the day. On the day. Yeah. Because there are some fight, uh, some flights that I will just totally bomb. Yeah. And then others that I n- nail it, like down to the vintage and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Like, it so, just depends. It really does. And that's and that's what I've kind of... Because there, there's a couple ones I always miss. Yeah. Always. The good thing about beer is it's more fresh, so I don't have to say, oh, this is from this Yeah, year. you're not like, this is this vintage. Whereas, you know, you have that extra element that is put in front of you. I feel like I'm good at vintage. Yeah. I don't even know how you even study for vintage. You gotta just get a... You know what happens to it? Yeah. Over time. Over time. So it'd be the same as, like, oxidation levels. See, yeah, oxidation. Like, and it totally, like, you can totally narrow it down, like... I don't know, like based off of fruit. Well, you get your descriptors. You kind of find a place or a varietal that helps you narrow down the place, mm. or helps you narrow down the varietal, vice versa. Depends which way your brain works. Sometimes it depends on the wine, and then you're like, well, that wine usually starts out more tannic, and this isn't very tannic, and it's kind of brickish in color, or whatever. Kind of just. And then you go from there. 
I mean, it just, they just all add up, and you're like, yeah. oh, this, is, oh, this, this has, has to be at least this. 10 years old. Hmm. Or whatever. Yeah. You know what the good years are, or the bad years, or yeah. it was a hot year. You know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, usually if you're if you're using oxidation levels, you're saying what is wrong with beer. Oh, it's been oxidized, so yeah, you're not like, like stale paper cardboard. Yum. Or it has a umami savory taste. Tastes like soy sauce. Remy, what are you doing? Remy's being a freakazoid. He's licking the back door. He's being a freak. All right. Well, on that note, I'm gonna go enjoy this beer. Same. Stay tipsy, guys. Right, Hope you enjoyed our bonus Jonas episode. Wow. <laughs> stay, stay tipsy. Stay tipsy.